If you dropped your change in a tip jar, but the barista didn't see it, did it really happen? Whoa. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I've come in negative for my number four. Wait, it's got another test? Yeah, I got oh. another test. <laughs> That's got pretty good. Didn't another even another test. Didn't even miss a day of work or do one from home. That's, I they're, know they're turning it around real quick. Absolutely, they are so good at the moment in New South Wales because not enough people are getting tested. So this is a good and a bad thing. So please get tested if you've got a sniffle. Then get tested. It you can like it, it was it was so not an inconvenience. I just didn't leave the house for for an afternoon and that was it. Oh, so it was awesome. Nice. But I'll tell you why I got tested. What? I mean, aside from the fact that I had the you know the 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 sore throat, burning throat, mild it was, symptoms. It was, I was well. Mild my ass, <laughs> like I'd swallowed a bloody a heat bead. I felt like I'd I'd swallowed bloody the latest Boilermakers track. You know what I mean? It was absolutely burning up. <laughs> I, right. I mean, you I shouldn't be. I don't know. I've I've eaten a Boilermakers <laughs> track before, and I didn't even need to blow on it. I it didn't even like have to. Macho. Didn't even have to cool it down. But um, right. I know, But I'm drinking, having a having a beer with a mate. Halfway through the beer, lipstick. No. On the, on the glass rim. Oh. It was the worst. I was like, wait I hate a second. That so much. I'm, I mean, I hate it when there isn't a pandemic. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, yeah. this is a bit gross. Yeah. Let alone when there is. Bugs out there killing people. Got to be very careful. Of course, had had another quick sip and then took it back. You know, you can't be too careful. <laughs> no, exactly right. I'll just pour all the contents <laughs> into this other glass. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then go and complain and get a new one. Actually, did you see? I mean, getting your test, you've got four now. I mean, yeah. the back of your back of your little septum must be getting a little bit of pressure. But did you see the news story? And look, squirmy warning on this one. But um, did you see the lady who they found out she had a rare? Uh, condition because she got a COVID test and started leaking brain fluid out her nose. Oh, dude, no, I know, I know, no, no, please. We we need to give clearer squirmy warnings for this. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, because one of my nose, I think I've got a deviated septum because the lady, when she went in one side, was like, hmm, yeah, okay. And then the other side, nothing but net. Like, absolutely <laughs> swished it. I couldn't believe it. So I've got something's going on up there that I, I need to get checked out. All right. Well, look, we're going to push on with the show here today. Um, we are going to be talking a bit of finance, not only with the budget getting announced, but um, we're going to go look at the, the meme market update as well today, which is good. Ooh, Gregory Sullivan is back. So, I'm wondering uh, what my stocks are looking like at the moment. Now, after we talked about at Rat Dog memes on Instagram yesterday, the, we know that the market is ripe for hitting. So uh, let's let's have a little do- deep dive into our uh, into our lol finances. Yeah, it's a very good day to you. Hope you are well. Matt and Alex are here for some all day breakfast. Let's get into it. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Matt, James Bond delayed. All right, we got June, Dune, which is meant to be coming out. Big film delayed again. Um, they're all getting pushed back, and something else that was pushed back a bit, but is finally here. You'd be you'd be happy with this. It is now a spring blockbuster for Australia. The budget was meant to be in May and uh, has come out last night. And uh, trying to see how we could buy our way out of this uh, economic downturn. What did you What did you think, Matt O'Kine? Happy with Happy with the numbers coming through? You're a big budgeter, man. Am I doing something wrong in this whole? 
living thing because <laughs> I don't know whether I've ever noticed a budget. Mate, you've got to get on board. It's, it's how Australia looks at its finances. I mean, we're in a trillion dollars worth of debt. Um, it depends on how you look at it, is whether that's a debt and deficit disaster or who's in government or who's in opposition. The whole but, bloody country's in debt, mate. We've been living out of our means for a very long time. But a few of the big announcements, $1.2 billion to cover half the salaries of apprentices and trainees, uh, $1.1 billion for rail and road projects, including a little bit to uh, improve the reliability of the warnable train line, thank goodness. Wow, you will be happy. Don't leave me at the station and I have to bloody catch a taxi from Geelong to Warrnambool because <laughs> the train's running late. Um, tax cuts that were slated for 2022 are being brought forward. It is some, some big stuff. You can see a lot of it online, but... Um, it's interesting, Matt, that you, you – I, yeah, I know you like doing a bit of a budget. You like investing. You like moving the money around, but uh, you don't pay attention to the, to the big boys in the Treasury office when it comes I to this. I just don't I've – never, I've never gotten anything. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying this in a selfish, like, what about me situation. I'm just like, I've never noticed. Sure. It's and not, they I've, never and go, I've, and we're uh, investing $2 million in the Australian stand-up comedy industry. Yeah. When is that? <laughs> Exactly. Even when they do it, even when they announce like, hey, we're going to have the $70 million in the screen industry, which they did recently. It wasn't $70 million, it was some amount. And I was Mm. like, great, that should should be exciting. But I don't know if I'm not filling out the right forms. (laughs) I don't, like, honestly, I'm like, where? I don't don't know if I'm getting this money. Well, it does show that sometimes if you do want to get the money, you got to do it yourself and uh, start investing in your own quarters. Have you had some, uh, some good investments, Matt, that we should be looking in? Well, I mean, I remember in year nine, Brisbane State High School did start up a uh, a blackjack uh, racket on the uh, no. port racks of C Block. No, <laughs> me and my friend Michael, uh, we we had this, we had it all ready. Mm. Um, we played daily. Casino was open. Oh, mate. 20 cents a hand. Again, Um, the the statute of limitations has gone over, but you've been revealing a little bit this week. Maybe maybe the government doesn't give me anything in their budget because I'm an illegal casino operator. (laughs) And we're we're doing tax breaks for illegal casinos. Uh, School kids. That's what will get mad on Kai's direction. A few, a few, 2016, actually, when we were still on the radio together, I did put $1,000 into um, this company that it, it was called Diasol and changed their name to Great Cell Solar. We want to get some renewable stuff, want to do good things for the environment. It was this glass panels, which absorbed mm. light and became these sort of solar panels. And um, suddenly I was looking at the app one day, I'm like, where, where is that? <laughs> where, where, it's not coming up. It's, <laughs> there must be an error. No, insolvent oh, administration. No. <laughs> no money for Alex. Well, but I also get about, to laugh about... at my friend because he invested in, the, I think, the Australian submarine industry. And uh, let's just say I had a lot of fun by going, the share price is dive, dive, dive. <laughs> I, I opened up a Comsec thing. I did. Oh, and yeah. it sat at $0 ever since. You got me on. You're like, oh, I'm investing in shares. I was like, I'll try that. Opened up the account. Literally went to buy a share. A, a share. I didn't even know how. And I was like, two scared and closed it and they've been trying to remind me ever since like hey you thinking about investing i'm like no nope, i don't i don't want to what about you wait, wait our producer bron uh, bron yeah. <laughs> come on. on come on bron hello you 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 said off air that you recently invested in something in a share yeah i i also recently got com comsec <laughs> so at the start of the year i was listening to all these um, like finance podcasts and everyone Ooh. says how good investing is. Yep. Um, anyway, and I ended up buying 
a bunch, this is what they tell you not to do in penny stocks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw an abbreviation that was BRN, obviously looked a lot like Bron, and I was like, this is a sign. I'm going to invest in this company. <laughs> but it sounded good. They do like artificial intelligence stuff. Whoa, yeah. Dragon. Yeah, how to, like, they, you know, they're it. artificial intelligence. They create robots that suck in people <laughs> who don't know how what to invest I'm, in. That's I'm their whole thing. Let's see if we can Please get this. Please do. It needs to. We should needs inflate this stock. So, okay, we'll so just see how, much see how we go. Were, how much were the stocks and, uh, and you know, what? Basically what happened was I saw it at 0.02 and it was very low. I was like, ooh. 20 cents a share. If it goes up, it, no, lower than 20 cents. No, it's two oh, cents. cents. Two cents a oh, share. Oh, God. Anyway. Literally penny stocks. Then it went up. I saw it go up yeah. to, I got it for 20 cents. So it went up heaps. Oh. Anyway, it's gone. It's gone down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I won't invest. Uh, we have asked you what has been your worst financial decision or investment. Uh, we're talking budgeting with Braden from Melbourne. G'day, Braden. How are you going, guys? How are you? Good. Good thank thanks, you, Braden. Now uh, you invested in uh, in something. It wasn't your smartest move. What was that? Nah. So I transferred money to a. Uh, well, it was a pretty good move. It was for an internship overseas. Um, had to pay this company to organize accommodation and everything. Uh, had to pay them to go to the US into a German bank account. Um, and they said Australian dollars. I accidentally put it into Euro dollars. And I'm like, yeah, we'll just change three letters and that'll be fine. They said, no, it's a little bit harder than that. Um, they had to transfer the money. Well, they kept it in the account. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I was about... $4,000 down because of the exchange rate, the dollar crashed, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, good investment, but, yeah, I'm a bit like Matt. Didn't really look at uh, budgeting that uh, well. Well, I've got to tell you, Braden. At first, I thought that it was you were going to be scammed by a prince at this point. Yeah, I know, right? I thought it was going. So you did get, your, your, you get, did get services for your money. And you just paid a, a whole lot of overs for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought it was a little easier to convert to euros. Um, but, yeah, it turns out not when you're in Germany uh, in a different bank account. Yeah, it was a little bit more difficult than the, just the rename file uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. vibe that you sort of seemed to think that it was. Change yeah, AUR okay. to AUD, isn't that Yeah, all? yeah. No, no, a little bit more JPEG or .png. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. not quite that area there, Brayden. Thank you very much, though. And we've also got Luke. G'day, Luke. G'day, pals. Now, uh, Luke, you you actually witnessed a bit of a scamming. Yeah. So the, the, the company I work for, um, we sometimes get inquiries and we sometimes see, more often than we, sh- than we should, to be fair, um, where seniors have sent cash or checks overseas to buy Bitcoin and then they're literally waiting for their coins to arrive. And oh, it's so bloody sad. <laughs> oh, no. That's not a very good financial decision at all. Just on on the side there, you seem to know a little bit about the Bitcoin thing. What crypto <laughs> would you be putting your cash in at the moment? Look, mate, I take my financial advice from Matt, so probably don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> go, go fair, Carl, I'll see you at the uh, the schoolside blackjack table soon then, mate. All right, <laughs> no, thanks very much, bro. There's a mean, mean syndicate <laughs> happening on the top of C Block at Brisbane State High. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. And now it's time to check in with the meme markets with Dat Boy Gregory Salad Fingers. 
Yes, thank you very much, Matt O'Kind. That boy Gregory Salafinger's here with a meme market update. Uh, let's kick off with the buy stocks this week, and I recommend meme investors get in quick on the Adam Driver marriage story meme, in which the actor is seen yelling at camera slash Scarlett Johansson before turning and bashing the wall. The ferocity of both have led music fans to use the yelling panel to express the lyrics of a song and the number of bangs to express the number of instrumental hits. For example, this song needs two banging Adam Drivers. This song needs three banging Adam Drivers. And this song needs 22 banging Adam Drivers. With unlimited songs in the world, it's unknown how high this stock can go, but hopefully someone puts in the time and effort and makes a killing from making Adam Driver bang out this bad boy. Now to the sell stocks, and after a bright week or two, it's time to press F to pay respects to the chilling skateboarder, drinking cranberry juice and cruising to Fleetwood Mac's dreams meme. It's not because it's a bad meme. The original, which showed US residents Nathan Apodaka living his best life on a longboard, summed up the mood of a nation and helped some dank managers achieve massive profits, not the least of which was the skateboarder who put a jack-o'-lantern on his head and splashed on a pumpkin spice latte. No, the unfortunate news is the meme has gotten so large that Mick Fleetwood himself has recreated it, thereby causing the meme to peak and ensuring subsequent attempts to recreate it will be inevitably quite lame. The profits of the meme have also crossed over into the real world with the original skateboarder and meme creator Nathan Apodaka receiving donations from around the world to better his life. Right now I've gotten over 10,000 plus. It's crazy, you know what I mean? Like I said, it's a blessing. Online memes, real world profits. And that's all from the markets today. It's back to you in the studio. Thank you very much, Gregory. Now, I know it's uh, Spooktober, so what is the market looking like ahead of a very scary celebration? No, you're right, Manokine. Those skeleton memes are ready to be hoarded. So any templates that are creepy, spoopy, or capable of rustling any jimmies... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, Gregory. Just noticed there you said said spoopy memes. Yeah, spoopy. Yep. Uh, Just to uh, clarify for... uh, the noobs out there. What does spoopy mean exactly? Uh, but I think it's spooky, but in the same way, instead of saying bird, you say burb, you also say spoopy. It's an online thing. It's very similar to the owned and pwned. I don't know what the hell's going on there, man. <laughs> like, I'm just going to break character for a sec and just say, <laughs> I got no idea what's going on. What is but spoopy? What thinks it's too spoopy? Or, t- you know, like, too spooky for me. Then, then you go three spooky, five me. I mean, it's 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 chaos. The markets are in chaos. You got startups happening all over the place. You don't know where to put your investments. Oh no! Anyway, we're seeing an analyst at his absolute tether's this end. Is, this, this is back to the back to the stock market crash. People pull out their hair. They don't know what to do. Anyway, subprime mortgages. <laughs> who, who, who knows what's going on? Anyway, that's it from uh, from the markets today. Happy Spooktober, everyone. You know, the, the, honestly, my favourite part about the meme market update is that I learned something. Uh, like, I find myself having <laughs> to explain memes all the time. Like, Woods asked me the other day, what does 
press F to pay respects mean? Is that is that F for fail? And I had to explain, like, because like, I don't exactly know, but I'm pretty sure in Call of Duty one time, you attend a funeral and you're standing next to a fallen Marine's coffin and it comes up with press F to pay respects. It's just a weird thing to have in a I game. Just, I learned, like, literally, when you were saying spoopy, I thought, oh, you've made a mistake. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realise that this is a, a thing, you know. Now, now I'm on bloody Urban Dictionary looking up rustling my jimmies. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> jimmies equals ruffled. I'm looking at it now and there's so many memes, like, and it's all a gorilla face and it's and it's like, what if I told you? That really rustled my jimmies, and it's the <laughs> obviously from the Matrix, but or it's like, <laughs> or it's the gorilla face over Hugo from from is it Lord of the Rings? One does not simply rustle my jimmies. <laughs> like, mate, what does this even mean? Mate, you've got to diversify your meme funds. It's a broad <laughs> church. <laughs> we take we take investments from everywhere. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Now, Matt, I was at the supermarket the other day, as all Alex Dyson personal anecdotes begin. And <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the world's played placed some pretty harsh restrictions on you, mate. So, Matt, I was at the park the other day, and um, no, this this story, <laughs> the supermarket, all right, and um, had to get up some new razors, right, because I've. You know, that's the one thing I have to continue to do. So oh, I can't it's get a bad haircut. day, isn't it? Can't get a haircut. But I'm going to drop sculpt. a cheeky 30 on a, few, uh, on a few razor packets. Unbelievable. Absolutely <laughs> unbelievable, my friends. Anyway, this story Mate, is you not... You buy a-, a toaster and it costs like $15. But <gasps> yep. tiny pieces of metal... A million. That'll be a million, a million thanks. Dollars. Do I want my, do I, I could literally, they had like one, two, three, four, or five. I'm like, well, I can't get five, I have five razors on my face. Anyway. Five blades. Anyway, it's getting out of, they're going to go to six soon. <laughs> well, they've and got then, the one on the back. They've got one on what? the back. It's, it's getting out of hand, but the story doesn't rest there because I went with the three. Okay, I went, I went the mid. Just buy you know, a cheese I'm just, grater. I'm a simple man. Just buy a cheese grater. <laughs> just grate the hair off your face. It's got all the blades you need, honestly. I reckon, I reckon Roger Federer would be able to sell me a cheese grater for my face. No doubt about it. If Roger told me, I would be getting that. With the flexible head. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, get home. Put the little thing in the head. When I go to do it, I'm rubbing on my face. I'm like, well, that's not working. What's going on here? And I look back and I've put it on upside down. And I'm like, oh, damn, I'm going to take that off. But to take it off, I just put my thumb on the front and just dig into my hand. Look at my thumb. I've just... Lucky I went with the three because I've got three, (laughs) you know, grooves in my hand from where I just pressed in there, bleeding all over the place. It was no good. Lucky I didn't go the five because I I did just cheese grate my hand. I'm like, you you absolute idiot. You know that these things are sharp. And I've just... And and then I just had an awful flashback of the time. Another time where I was quite young, I, you know, it would have been late primary school or something like that. 
and I was in Maya. In, we did a trip mm. to Melbourne walking through Maya and it's mm. just... It's just a magical world when you're from the country. Oh, yeah. And in your target, you could get a T-shirt and, you know, some... But Maya's extra. multi-level, man. It's they've crazy. got the video. They've got the video. Ga- oh. Like, I remember playing Mortal Kombat on the video game testing machines for so long that my sister said, I'm going to go home now and leave you in the city unless you leave. And I and she left. She left <laughs> me in the city. Exactly. You could, I was about no, 10 years old. Particularly, like, look at this place. We were going through the kitchen section. It had just knife blocks everywhere. Mm. And I remember walking up to the knife block and pulling out a knife. I'm like, whoa, I wonder how sharp it is. <laughs> I put my thumb on it, sliced my thumb open. I'm like... <laughs> Dude, well, well, that's sharp. I, d- I did that recently, like in the local store. You know that shop in that big shopping center that we used to live near that's always on yeah, sale. It has, yeah. it's always eighty percent off clearance sale. Yep. A little paring knife. I thought, oh, this looks sharp. Better test it on my finger. What are you doing? Did you cut Absolutely. yourself? Of course, I cut myself. It was a sharp knife. It was a very sharp knife. That is the dumbest <laughs> thing ever. Did you do what I did when I was 12 and so young? I just like, oh, and I just put it back and No, I off. didn't. I didn't. I was buying it as a present for someone, which is just even more dumb. But, you know, think, think, speaking of stupid this stuff, the other thing I thought of recently, it wasn't me. It was a guy called Julian and uh, there's another guy in our grade. And remember when you used to watch a video in, high, in school, this is primary school, and they had to wheel the TV into... The room. So I'm yep. showing my age. If you're, if you're probably, you know, ten years or more younger not, than me, you use your smart whiteboard currently. But back <laughs> yeah. in the day, what they yeah. had was a, um, it was a TV from the '80s, basically gaffer taped to the wobbliest <laughs> trolley. Well, that's it. Okay, if if you weren't if you weren't lucky enough to be treated to a few OHTs, some overhead trajectors. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure you, that's the word. Trajectories. Tra- 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 Projector. Oh, OHP is the overhead projector. What were the T's? The transparents. Anyways, if if it was TV time, you, the kids would get the TV from down the storeroom or whatever. So Julian and another classmate, they they were wheeling the TV along the the, the port racks. You know, the, just the sort of hallway out the front of the classes, and there was a school bag that had fallen off the racks just into the middle of the of the way of the corridor. in their way. Yep. Okay. So they're wheeling this thing. Now, <laughs> instead of, what would you do if you saw a bag? Move the bag. <laughs> Kick it out of the way. Do you think Like a shuffleboard. You, do you think that you would maybe try to lift the whole trolley with the TV up <laughs> over the bag? We're all watching him from inside the classroom. And they're like, and like they both look at this bag and they're like, oh. And so we see them just try to pick up the trolley and like go, oh, and suddenly the TV's wobbling and wobbling. And then they pick up the whole trolley. Then the TV just topples off, bounces <laughs> off the edge of the port rack edge, then crashes down a whole story down onto the concrete below. <laughs> we just, I just couldn't believe it. it's it's easily one of the dumbest things I've ever watched with my own eyes in my whole life. Well, there's, there's our talk back. What's what's the dumbest thing you've ever witnessed? <laughs> We'd love to th- love to uh, hear your out of body experiences, particularly if it's if it's yourself. If it's like you, I've, if it's if you I've doing myself, it. just put a sharp knife and cut my thumb with it in order to test how sharp it is, or if you've 
lifted If you're a- Julian, if you're <laughs> Julian listening, you just saw the bag, you thought, why don't I pick it over? <laughs> Let us know. We like to hear your uh, idiotic tales from times gone by. All day breakfast. Alex Dyson, yesterday we talked to Dr. Hannah Coral about breaking up with friends. Now, you'd never done it no, before. Too cowardly I mean, for that. Well, it's a, t- it's a tough thing to do. And look, I wouldn't recommend doing it. I did it once and I did it badly, <laughs> apparently. I um, don't like you, I believe, was the, the word and, that came out of your mouth. And as, as someone who has, has come a long way in their, person, you know, in their personal development, uh, I realise now that that was not necessarily the, the, the right way to do it. But I stand by doing it. All right, <laughs> sure. if you know what I mean. The it outcome was, was good. It was open. It all worked out okay. Yes. And so after hearing that chat yesterday of how, how have you broken up with a friend, we got a message from Polly who has an absolute. Well, I was about to say cracker, but we'll let's go with Ripper. Um, here, thank you very much, Polly, for giving us a call. How are you? I'm good, boys. How are you? What happened to you? Oh well, once I heard your chat, I could not share this story. Uh, so this happened a few years ago now. Um, it was a good group of work friends. We'd been friends for about four years. Uh, something started to deteriorate and went slightly toxic with one of them. Um, and uh, we all got a message one morning with uh, a new group chat titled Bitches, where she proceeded to break up with all of us and then remove herself from the chat so there was no follow-up. <laughs> So starts the new group chat, absolute Brand freshy. New chat titled Bitches. <laughs> oh and then God. just says bye, Felicia's, and then just leaves, and then that was it. Pretty much, followed by mass blocking on social media. Whoa. And, uh, just swinging the hammer everywhere. <laughs> but you're all suddenly in this group chat that you didn't start with people who have all just been dumped as friends. What was the chat like between you guys? Uh, we were all kind of in shock, but we knew her well enough to uh, not be too surprised by this behaviour, but uh, we laugh about it now, <laughs> not so much at the time. So you're well, still friends it's... with the crew? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's the only one that left. I, I love it. Absolute <laughs> mic drop. Honestly. Well, no, that's the that's, that's her. Walking into the room and just going... You suck, you suck, you suck, you <laughs> suck. I'm out. Ta ta. Never call me. That is true. Yeah, but I'm very, form. I'm one for the law of averages. And so if you've got a problem with not just one person, but two, but three, but four, <laughs> but five people, and they're all against you, I think you've got to look inwardly a little bit and say maybe the problem is, is this way. But if you're doing mic drops like that, who needs friends, hey? Exactly. Who knows if she has any? Well, Kira Peru on her Twitter just just today said it, she thinks it's very funny how, like, when you've come across people who believe that everyone in their life is problematic and toxic and <laughs> stuff, I'm like, why are all these people, why is everyone so toxic? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's like a barrel of, uh, you know, nuclear waste from Springfield Power Plant bobbing in the water thinking, why is this water so disgusting? It's pretty obvious to see. All right. Well, thank you very much, Polly. We appreciate you uh, giving us a call and uh, all the best. And um, I'll certainly hang out with you and the crew. Oh, thanks, boy. <laughs> I smell toast. 
And Matt, that does bring us to the end of another all-day breakfast. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your company each and every morning or afternoon or wherever you listen to some all-day breakfast. It can be consumed at any time. Absolutely. For breakfast, I had... um, uh, I had some old. My dad just brings random things to our house with, that are cheap. And so for breakfast, I had next to the bed this, this hexagonal quality street chocolates box. What? No. You weren't <laughs> eating street quality chocolates for breakfast, man. Well, it's because I had them for desserts. But I because we because we sleep <laughs> in the living room now. It's what right next to the you, bed. And I, what has your life decayed into? And I leant just, over and I ate some. Who are you, some, Forrest Gump? Just sitting in your... <laughs> <laughs> your lounge room eating quality chocolates. Oh, uh, my anyway. Lord. Anyway. Please get in touch with us if you've ever done something incredibly stupid. <laughs> uh, just the dumber, the better, please. And we, we talked about dumb financial decisions at the beginning of the show, but just your idiotic tales from times gone by, please get in touch with them. If you've touched the knife, Dob yourself in. We do want to hear from you. Uh, we're going to leave you today with a quote from Liz's nan. Liz was kind enough to get in touch after I, I read out a few choice quotes from Woods watching football. Uh, Liz's nan has some uh, some great quotes of her own, and Liz was kind enough to send us a voice memo which featured some of her nan's greatest hits while watching sports. So we thought we'd leave you with that today. Make sure you're listening in tomorrow. we got Ballpark Music on the show. Yeah, as far as legends go, these guys are just so great. Every single person in that band is an absolute pleasure to talk to. So cannot wait to hear what's on the horizon for them. And until tomorrow, enjoy some of Liz's nan. Hi, guys, this is Liz. This is a story about my nan and her sports opinions. She's been married to a sports mad fan for 64 years but has no idea. But she has strong opinions. For example, no celebrations. They are vulgar, they are uncouth, do not pump your fist. Uh, Women playing cricket do not, and I quote, turn her on. That's a favourite expression of hers, which we all love. But the absolute pinnacle. How can it be fair that one person is in goal in soccer? Surely there should be two goalies to make the sport fairer, more enjoyable, and, you know, just great to watch. There you go, FIFA. Two goalies from my man. <laughs> well, if Beto playing goal, you sort of need another one, don't you, to kick Hey, kick come the ball. on! <laughs> that was a low shot. That's what the opposition striker said when they saw your oh, kick out, mate. Come, come That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.